Hey community, in today's episode, we are joined by Ryan, Kirby, and Blake from House Fires. This was an awesome interview to talk to them about their new album, How to Start a House Fire. And we talked about worship leading, songwriting, and a ton more. We hope you enjoy it and be sure to listen to their album wherever you stream music and you can get all of the master tracks on loopcommunity.com. Hey everybody, welcome to this week's Loop Live. I am joined by three very special guests. Kirby, Blake, and Ryan, all from House Fires, the band. So excited to have them here. We are going to be talking all things House Fires. They have a new album coming out this Friday. That's super exciting. So we're going to talk about that and just some things that are helpful for worship leaders. Um, Where are you guys joining us from? Both Kirby and I are here in Atlanta. Um, We're at a writing camp for the week, writing some songs with a bunch of worship leaders and hanging out. So we just started today uh, holding it down here on the East Coast. Yeah. Nice. Ryan, where are you at? West Coast, baby. <laughs> West nice. Coast, best coast. We're in, I'm in California. I'm in Orange County, California right now. Sun is shining. It's been raining like crazy past week. So nice to get some sun, but we out yeah. here. Yeah, I'm in Chicago, and today is probably the first sunny day we've had in 50 days. So it feels nice to have some sun, although it's still cold. (laughs) But we'll take the sun for now. Awesome. (laughs) Well, jumping into just some questions for you guys so you can learn more about House Fires and the album. Um, How, first of all, maybe one of you just wants to give us a background about House Fires, how it started, what your mission is yeah so we started at my church grace midtown blake goes there too um here in atlanta georgia and it was originally just us recording some songs to resource our house churches to just give them approachable music because a lot of the songs were songs we sang in our own house churches and we sang over each other while we were going through different stages of life different circumstances that were difficult. They were our prayers, songs that prayers that turned into songs. And um, yeah, so we just started recording those things and putting them out in the world and people resonated and we did not know how much people would resonate. And, and so that was the fount, that was the start. And our, I mean, our mission, our vision originally um, was, we hope these songs would spark fires that burn bright in ordinary houses all over the world. And um, which has the synergy of house church too, in that vision. And then also just that these songs would be songs that people could carry into their actual life. um, And not just songs they would sing in a building or sing even in a group of people, but that would transform their actual life that would leave the rooms that they sing them in and into their daily diapers changing worlds and like you know whatever they're doing that it would animate that these would be songs that would help be like a an avenue that the lord can animate them them their bodies like you know through it would you know change their normal actual life i guess mm. the basic way to say that i like that so that's the origin <laughs> that's awesome when did you all get started with house fires that original thing was 2013. Okay. And here we are. We met we met Ryan up on the on the West Coast 
like a year after a year into doing house fire stuff, he was doing house church music over there. And there was just such a synergy. And so it's really cool to be this many years later and have Ryan be a part of it and other people too. Um, Cause we all have the same hope, you know, and the same kind of resonance with that living room thing. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. Ryan, you're officially a little bit newer to house fires. Is that right? Officially, like, yeah. Nice. That's cool. And then Blake. Yes. When did you get connected? I know you went to the church. Yeah. So I've known Kirby and Nate uh, for several years, just kind of like in the same church family, led worship off and on with each of them. And then I moved uh, here to Atlanta about two years ago and started serving with Kirby at our church, Grace Midtown. Uh, and kind of in the last year, started doing stuff with House Fires, really starting with this record and then hopping a little more in as time goes on. Yeah, that's awesome. So I love, you said this already, but I love like kind of, I feel like it's like the House Fires mission statement or something like that. Yeah. Our hope is that these songs would spark fires that burn bright in ordinary houses all over the world. And I think so much of the time we get stuck as worship leaders, as people that attend church, as like, church is a building and that's where we go to worship and we have church and then we leave and sure maybe we listen to some worship songs but i love house fires because it does feel like like you said like the houses or the songs are so connected to like house churches um and can you just talk about like the maybe the importance of that or how someone who's like just views church as a weekly thing that they go to is how you can start developing that in your everyday life yeah, I mean, I feel like it all, everything with house fires in history and now, it feels like it all has to do with relationship. Like yeah. when when we all get together, it's not about, it's not about like who's doing what or who's got the mic or whatever. It's about like people gathering together and bringing their real lives into a time of worship or just a time of connecting with each other and with God and seeing what happens, which is like, I feel like we miss that a lot of times in church. It's like such a, such a task and such a to-do that sometimes it's hard to translate those moments outside of like a Sunday morning. So I feel like that's what House Fires has done and is doing is, you know, again, bringing this holy, sacred, like we've always put it in these like little boxes and to bring it into your whole life. I feel like that resonates through all of the songs that House Fires has carried for all these years and what we're doing now. That's awesome. Uh, I feel like too, you've mentioned relationships since like the pandemic happened and relationships were separated for a little bit, at least in person. I feel like there's this bigger draw in the church mm -hmm. to home church and church outside and just getting that relationship aspect. And I always find that I think that's the reason a lot of people don't like church or don't go to church or leave church because they struggle with the relationship aspect. And so that's really cool that House Fires has that kind of through out your music. Have you guys seen since the pandemic kind of the shift and what are your thoughts on that? Yeah, I think a lot of people just don't trust outsiders anymore. <laughs> you know, it's hard. It's hard right now. And, um, 
you know, so there's a lot of people who probably just stay put. And for me and my family, we, you know, uh, had to figure out how to connect with the Lord in our home without anybody around, you know? So it's a one relationship, you know, I think the biggest facade that, you know, people get put on is like, come to church and find family. It's like, and, and because that's the brand, you know what I'm saying? It's a huge banner over it, but family is different for a lot of us. You know, we've experienced loss and like experienced hurt and pain in the worst way. And it's not like the greeter on Sunday morning is not going to make it better. You know what I'm saying? It's like the person that's coming over to your house, that's cooking a meal for you and your family, that's watching your kids, the people you can trust to do that. That's church. That's what doing life as a Christian is. That's not going to a theater, you know, and watching lights and somebody there doing their best to give a sermon. And like, it's a lifestyle. So I think that's the misunderstanding is Christianity isn't a church. It's not a building. It really is. It's like people and it's, and it's not even just people serving you. It's, it's having a people group to serve, mm-hmm. you know? So good. I feel like the difference is. Yeah. yeah. That's so good. Yeah. I like, I love that. And I think too, like the relationship aspect of house fires can be seen so much throughout your music because it's always like, either featuring so-and-so on a song or like all of a sudden you're like, Oh, Ryan Ellis is in house fire is like officially that's awesome. Or something like that. So, and I think in just worship music, we've seen that a lot. Um, I feel like there's very few worship albums right now that are coming out that aren't like featuring four different people. And there's a lot of collaboration in the church and hopefully um, people see that and can seek that out in their own lives too. Mm. So your new album, super exciting, comes out this Friday. Yes. So congrats on that. It is called How to Start a House Fire, correct? Yeah. So right. a great title that I'm sure will pull people in and wondering how to start fires. Um, <laughs> you will find your music. <laughs> uh, that's awesome. Can you tell us about the album, how it came together, how long you've been working on it, things like that? I mean, we've been sitting on this album for like a year. We recorded all of this around a year ago, 10, 12 months ago. And it was the first time that a lot of us had gathered like in a larger group, probably since the pandemic had started. Um, And so it was like amongst some writing camps that we were doing with friends. And then at night and in the morning, we would like capture these times of worship and just gather. Like, I don't even know who knew what the project was going to be like, I've heard Kirby be like, I didn't even know we were recording an album. Like I thought that it was just like content for Instagram. And, uh, and then this album came out. So it was like a bunch of songs that have, you know, resonated with us. Or like Ryan was saying, it's like everything slowed down. And it was like, what's church like when everything's gone quiet. And when like, I'm not going to a building on Sundays and I'm not like in this small group and wherever. And it's like, what were the songs that carried us through I mean, through the pandemic is what it felt like for me. It felt like every song we were singing over those few nights were songs that I knew from like you and Nate and other people who were recording. Like those were songs that had carried these people kind of through the last year or two and songs that really mattered and felt like it was coming back to, I don't know, just the simple stuff coming back to like, what does it mean when we get together and like just sing about Jesus? Like take all the fluff away, Mm -hmm. take all the like, you know, 
take all the extras out and get people back together. And it was this like alchemy that felt really pure. It still feels pure. When I listen to the album, it feels pure. It feels like it captures the title. Like how to start a house fire, probably just like look at God and look at each other and let it happen. Oh, no, there it is. I like that. That's awesome. Look at God, look at each other and let it happen. Yeah, yeah. and that's that's usually all it takes. It's just connecting with each other and with God. And house fires can start. That's really cool. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, anybody else with Kirby or Ryan with your experience with the album? I feel like the album and the music is just like a um, – like it's just the beginning of the breadcrumbs, you know, when you look at what we're, what we all stand for and what everyone has been fighting for and the yeses and the noes that everyone stood for in the group, you know, these songs are definitely songs for the, for people to encounter. But I feel like my hope is that people would look at the stories of all the individuals in the group and the people that, you know, even myself, you know, like, yeah, the songs are dope, but it's the people that are doper. You know, Kirby's amazing. Blake's amazing. Nate's amazing. And not only just because, oh, they're really good people, but they're going through some really hard stuff, you know, and to see them still worshiping, even amongst their their trials and tribulations. That's like what I hope encourages people. But, you know, that takes a little bit more time to unravel and unroll. Mm-hmm. But, you know, like even for me, joining House Fires, even having my own music career, made sense to me because i've known these guys for over a decade you know i got songs on the radio ryan ellis is its own thing but the biggest thing i was trying to paint when i first came in because they signed me and they're like oh this guy's a worship leader but um where i lead worship isn't a home Mm -hmm. you know and that's all i've ever known and so all of a sudden i'm tour i'm doing all these things and i'm like this isn't my atmosphere this isn't where I get in the shiggy, you know, like this is not familiar to me. This is a different audience. These people are different. You know, yeah. these are lawn chairs, sitting in lawn chairs, looking at you, hoping for you to do something amazing. And the home church is something where people are just there because they already know Jesus is amazing. So that was really the whole idea behind the album was let's get people back together that know how to do this, that have been doing this for forever and yeah. really and really do what we're all called to do. You know, this is what we're all called to do in a way, you know, and in and, and different areas, but like for for legacy and for, you know, the rest of the time people here on earth, it's like they will remember us for being able to carry, you know, this mantle, this thing right here. This is what we do is, is reigniting people to get into the presence of God in the simplest of ways. You know, that's just what people mm-hmm. are happy songs yeah that's that's so good i think a lot of people feel what you felt especially worship leaders like they signed up to lead worship because i mean most of them anyway because jesus is awesome and they wanted to lead people in worship and then the routine of it all and the people coming up to you afterwards complaining about how loud it was music's too loud or you did can you yeah. do a hymn next week? Exactly. <laughs> no, uh, exactly. no, bro. We're doing our thing. <laughs> exactly. I think everybody can relate to that. And so it's so hard to sometimes remember when you're just in the day-to-day, like, 
why you're doing it and why you started doing it. So I love that that's what this album is about. And like you said, too, people, we often hear these amazing albums that come out and we're like, wow, they're so cool. If we could just like be like them. And it's awesome because, I mean, you guys are so cool. Don't get me wrong. But um, just like, just like being able to know that you're like going through stuff and you're struggling and you're um, real people too. And I think we often Yeah, like on this record, I know that like, I can think of specific times in the recording of this record, like where I looked at every one of these people and saw how broken all of us were before they pressed record. Like I have a note in my iPhone from the night before I recorded this song that's on this record. That's like, why am I here? Who am I doing this with? What in the world's going on? And then 24 hours later, it's a pure offering because it's a broken offering. So it's like I saw every one of these people do that, um, and I think you can. F- that's that's what it is. That's that's house church. That's home church. That's relationship. Is like I don't need you to be perfect. I just need you to like be here. So be real. Be real. Yeah. Just be here. Yeah, I like what you said there. And then Ryan too. You said like people at home church are there because Jesus is amazing. Like. People don't yeah. go to home church for the production value. I think the more we can bring that in to our churches and the relational aspect and caring for each other and being okay with people being broken and not having to put on a fake self, I think that's really cool. What would yeah. you, how do you do that as a worship leader? I think we've all gone into a Sunday morning just struggling and been like, mm-hmm. I'm should not be up here leading worship, but it's for a lot of people, their job. What kind of encouragement or advice would you give to a worship leader? Who's just like this Sunday leading worship sounds like the worst thing they could do. I would say quit your job. I mean, I've been in a lot of where what'd you say, Ryan? He said, quit, quit your, your job. job. <laughs> quit your job. Quit your job. <laughs> no. <laughs> well, maybe, maybe you should. Maybe, job. but yeah, I think it's off the table. Ask the Lord. <laughs> but I think in a lot of seasons, I was leading songs that I wanted to be true, mm-hmm. and or songs that I really needed mm-hmm. to sing, and um, having to do it as a job was, I let it be a discipline instead of an obligation, mm-hmm. and inviting the Lord to just. Like, hey, I know how to do this and I'm just going to sing it because I know how to sing it. And then almost every time halfway through the set or halfway through the song, I would embody it. And then it would if it was moving me, it was moving somebody. And and I felt like in those seasons where I needed the songs the most, I was leading myself in worship. And those were the most powerful and profound times for our congregation because I was I I led with vulnerability. I didn't necessarily tell everybody in the room, "Hey, I don't believe this," but <laughs> I was prophesying prophesying it to be true yeah. over myself, you know. And that's kind of the point sometimes of prophecies, like you're declaring things as as if they were, but they're not yet. And so I would like almost like put have to put put it on and then become it. Um, and I felt like those seasons were really powerful for me um, and profound. And when you don't, 
it's kind of like hallelujah anyway, you know, you just sing it anyway. Yeah. yeah. Sing it anyway, do it anyway. And the discipline of that is a gift in itself. And yeah. so um, I really actually look back pretty fondly over those seasons yeah. as broken as they were, because God met me in the bottom of whatever doubt pit I was in. Yeah. He was right there with me and holding my hand through it all. And our ministry didn't die because yeah. I didn't believe every word I was singing. It actually yeah. did the opposite. People, people um, resonate so deeply with vulnerability. Yeah because they they're human too. And if it's moving you, it's moving someone else. Yeah. And so I like that. That's so good. It's just such a good reminder, leading with vulnerability and yeah, not getting up there and saying, Hey, you got to be perfect to believe these things or not, not actually, but like not getting up there and acting like that. Just I don't believe it. anyone that has it all together. <laughs> right. <laughs> I agree. I agree. That's great. Thanks for sharing that. Awesome. Well, just one more question for you guys. Uh, I'll let you get back to your writing camp. And um, what song on the next album do you do you want to people to listen to? Whether you all have one or three different ones, what are you like? I cannot wait till people hear this. It keeps changing. <laughs> right now, I love this song. Grateful. That's what I was gonna it's say. The last song on the record, and Nate is leading it. And it was like, it was the first song one morning and it feels like the morning. It does. It feels like my, it feels like everybody's waking up. Like everybody's just getting like, the message is so simple. Like it's not trying to say anything. It's just like, right. it's just saying thank mm. you. And it feels really cool. I want to lead that at church. Like, that's, that's, a, awesome. that's a great song. That's awesome. I love a last song on the record. That's really good. Yeah. Right? Because I think sometimes you don't get there fast enough. And then and you've been listening to like the first seven songs for yeah. weeks. And then you're like, let me start backwards. And Yeah, go backwards. <laughs> Grateful is my current fave. And it's probably the song I want to, I'm, I'm most excited to lead right now. Because we've already led all the singles that are out. And, um, but I'm, I'm excited to lead that one. Because it kind of feels like a song you can start your service totally. with. I'm like, we should, we might do it this Sunday. Yeah. Let's be real. That's awesome. <laughs> Ryan, what song are you excited about, Derek? Oh man. I mean, oh, I haven't looked at all the song. I haven't looked at the whole song list yet. Um, but I did listen to oh no, now I'm gonna blank on the name. What was the last single that you guys just released? Do you remember? Um, Otherwise I can look. We got you, bro. What was the last one? The last what? The last single. Oh, if, if I can I have, have anything. anything. Yes, thank you. Yeah. Yes, listen to that. That was really good. It got me excited for the whole album. Wow. So, yeah, everybody who's watching, we're going to have all of the master tracks on Friday on thecommunity.com. So you can leave these songs at your church. Um, so be sure to check out the album. And, yeah, just keep starting house fires in your life, in your communities. But not, not in your house, though. Not it's actual fires. Not condone metaphorical but also real house fires right yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's amazing well thank you all so much i appreciate your time hope the rest of your writing camp goes good and we'll talk to you soon of course thanks, Derek. thanks ryan this is matt thanks for listening hey let us know what's the main thing you learned from today's talk write it down in the comments send us a dm we hope to hear from you soon